On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kenner and I are still living in the afterglow of episode 100. And, uh, hey, we got a hanger on her. You know, some people just don't realize when the party's over, but that's okay. We're in for a good time. We're going to tell some good stories. We're going to make some good jokes. We're going to look at some questionable products and even a scam. I mean, what more could you want? Well, we got plenty. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pork all beverage, prophecies, enjoy time with friends. The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks, okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that has always been WYSIWYG. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here as always, well, not quite. You see, my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Well, he's live on location. Kidder, what's going on? Well, Howard, I'm hanging out here with Johnny Depp, but he's not the only famous person here. Look who I happen to run into. Yes, it's the local geek. How's it going? It's, it's great, man. I can see you. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's been a good birthday. Not only are we here Yes, where are we? Well, Dialectic Brewing Company. The local geek likes uh, sharing uh, all of the products here and whatnot. And of course, you know, we talk about the products that he makes too. The Brewmaster Triple B. What do you got brewing? I have a porter that I just recently finished. And then uh, I think the plan next is a Maybach coming up here. And how does that taste? Uh, it's going to be dark beer, so it's going to have a lot of those roasty notes. Um, not super hoppy. Awesome. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Uh, tonight, what else are you doing? Just hanging out for my birthday. Got a group of my friends over here. And... Let's take a look. Uh, there's, there, there's, the, there's the people. Right there they are. They didn't say hi. They didn't just didn't be in on the show. Had some cheesecake. Had quite a few beers. Can't complain about that. Good, good. Well, happy birthday. Thanks for being the brewmaster of the Triple B. We appreciate it. Now, uh, how about some fun? I'll be back in a couple weeks with that Porter's. Okay, we're looking forward to it. Hey, uh, Howard, back to you in the studio. All right, Kidder, well, while you get back to the studio uh, so we can continue the show, uh, allow me to introduce, because, you know, last week we, uh, we had the big... Episode 100, it was a, uh, a a true Triple B celebration. And like any good party, there's always that one person that just hangs on, just won't let the party end, just has to stick around until you're like trying to shove them out the door. And uh, wouldn't you know it, we have one of those. And it's none other uh, than everybody's favorite troll. Uh, that's right, the Minister of Trolling here on the Triple B. Big D, you're still here. Don't you have something I better to do? <laughs> I am still here. I am the the wheel that keeps squeaking. I am the turd that won't flush. Uh, let's see here. I'm sure there are any other number of colorful uh, metaphors I could use to describe myself. But yes, I am still here. Uh, always, always good to hang out with uh, all one of you because Kidder's not there with you because he's hiding, running off, doing something around to the, the birthday party, it sounded like. 
yeah, you know, that's that's kidder for you. You're invited to all of the most popular shindigs. Uh, you know, you always got to have a local celebrity at your local shindig. And, uh, you know, they uh, managed to get kidder there, you know, that's uh, how it goes. That goes. But he should be back in studio any moment. So great. We get to hear how the party was, if he stayed for the cake, you know. All well, hey, guys. Kidder, welcome to the show again. What's <laughs> up? Thanks. It's good to be back like I never left. It's great. Speaking of never left, I see Big D's here. I yeah. did leave and then I came back. I mean, last week to this week, you know. So he right. says he'd probably like hit out behind the bar so that we you know, wouldn't throw him out. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Living off all the maraschino cherries that we have stocked back there. They're not being used for anything else. Damn it, Howard. You you gave away what my birthday gift to Kidder was going to be. I thought it was just your food intake, so that's what keeps you alive. It's your sustenance out of the week. I'm staying alive on sugar and maraschino cherries. You've lived life difficult. I'll tell you, difficult. One cherry at a time. So, Kidder, uh, I'm going to just flip some stuff on the old uh, run sheet here because uh yeah you were at the local geeks uh, birthday and happy birthday to the local geek I-, I wish i could have been there i was here watching the kids so unfortunately i didn't get to uh get to attend but uh tell us how was the festivities how were the beverages because you guys were at dialectic how was it what was the atmosphere chill man just chill it's good stuff had their cream soda and their orange cream soda and one of their craft beers as well. Very good. Very tasty. Got to see local geek and hang out with him. The triple B brewmaster, as as we discussed earlier, lots of uh, his friends were there. And so we got to have some fun and they're like, oh, yeah, we've met before. You do that podcast. I'm glad that. The notoriety is getting there. We're finally making it somewhere. And they're even like, hey, episode 100 is coming up. And I'm like, wow, it's like people actually know something that's happening. This is the Twilight Zone. (laughs) This is great. Thanks to Local Geek for sharing all the information and paying them all off to make me feel better. And the cheesecake. I did not partake. However, he had a he brought a cheesecake. Mm. So there's beer and cheesecake. I just gotta say, you know, if if it makes you feel better, Kidder, you so far still are the only member of this uh, of this podcast who's ever been recognized as being, you know, a guy with a podcast. So I mean, it's not like the old glorious radio days. I mean, this is episode one hundred and one, and you know, I am synonymous with a. 101 not to be mentioned because i don't work for them and they don't pay me anymore so terrestrial radio can suck it (laughs) but yes synonymous and howard was even noticed several times back in the glory days of radio not as howard but as other people like silent bob he's just silent howard or other people too right yeah yeah um also just as a you know legitimate employee of uh of rock 101 no you said it 
Why did you do that? Ah, because I could. This is why we can't have nice things or sponsorships, because you just throw it out there for free. Hey, yeah, hey, we, we had an offer for a sponsorship. I mean, yes, it was a jewelry scam, but, but Kidder, uh, I, I know this is further down the run sheet, but hey, hey, I, I, we got another offer, man. Another? Another? Another one. Another one. Apparently a different rival jewelry company has reached out to us and they want us to uh to demo their jewelry on our instagram because you know that's what we do on the triple b instagram page is apparently demonstrate jewelry uh but limited market again kidder they only have four open spots on this one so we better act now i bet we didn't act fast enough because this was two weeks ago yeah yeah, we, uh, we we probably pissed out on that one. I mean, which is a shame because we could have used Big D. I'm sure he would make an excellent jewelry model. Yeah, he's I don't got know like how to take that. necklaces in his mouth and things. <laughs> he just sits there like every every time. He's got a ring. Look you know, at his it, bracelet. <laughs> we got a necklace. Wow, those diamond earrings look great. That, that that's not the face of all this jewelry looks uh fantastic that's the face of i have to poop hey man i mean you're talking about things and extra factor authentication so i mean you you go ahead and you share the samples and, and whatever you need like you you do what you need to i mean i i don't know uh where america is going these days but it sounds like it's really become the true the uh, I was almost said the triple B business center, but that's actually a classy place. That's uh, rude boy Kyle's back deck. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the big D business center, which we all know gets you places. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, no retard. <laughs> just speechless. Like, I, you wow, know, you know, laid it I, up there. <laughs> I, well, I mean, because here's the thing. I, I was working on a, a, a joke in my mind about, you know, if Big D was the jewelry model, then, you know, he could get a new nickname of Lieutenant Bling, uh, you know, with his airmen. But that totally got thrown off when you said that the Triple B business center is Rude Boy Kyle's back deck because that implies some things. And I don't know how Rude Boy Kyle feels about his deck being used for those things. Well, we've done plenty of business on this show in, on that deck. <laughs> there's, there's been lots, lots of business to happen there. Good I, deals, I, bad deals, I, alcohol. I, I'm now going to look at episode 13 a whole lot differently after uh, <laughs> after this conversation. In fact, Kidder, I, I haven't consumed enough alcohol for this conversation. Well, let's let's try and put the you know this train back on the tracks here and get to what's on tap how did the shark make it this far being so dry let's be honest how how did the shark get here well you know we reached 100 episodes and now we're not trying apparently oh, <laughs> i thought it was just because i pre-gamed but <laughs> maybe that's just me little a little b <laughs> big d you're the guest so uh what's on tap good sir Alrighty. Well, this probably is not going to help my case very much, but I was in a kind of a fruity mood for no good reason. So last, uh, last week I had the, uh, earthquake high gravity logger. This time it's the earthquake pineapple because I feel like fruity. I'm probably going to regret this, but it's another 10%, uh, 23 and a half fluid ounces, 
And let's see here. There's nothing really about this, which is probably for the better, uh, but for the Surgeon General's warning. So let's crack this bad boy open. So fun fact, because I didn't want to go upstairs all the way and get this out of my fridge. Uh, can't see it. The, the door that's kind of behind me is to a project room with a completely cement floor. I just had this laying on there because it's actually cold in that room and makes your fridge. It's actually not bad. I'll give it a two and a half. Hmm. You know, I have a good place for you to put it outside. <laughs> <laughs> so it can cool down more. Uh-huh. Chill, man. What do y'all drink? Kidder, would you like to go next, or shall I? Uh, you better go, because I don't know if I have anything left in here. <laughs> I, might, I might just have to open a bottle of whiskey and start drinking that. Mm, it's going to get a little spicy tonight. Yeah, this, this is going to be interesting. Um, well, Kidder, uh, I uh, have <clears throat> a, uh, a brew from the local geek. Uh, this is the last, no, not quite the last. There's one more. Um, but this is again from that delivery he made from Idaho. Um, I'm glad that you made a shark joke, uh, Kidder, for when you see this can. Uh, this is from the Bombastic Brewing Company. This is a oh, shiver coffee stout. Yeah. Nice. So it's got, got three sharks on it. Coffee stout from the, uh, Thomas Hammer Coffee Roasters. There's the lovely gentleman on the back with the hat. And hey, if you can scan that QR code, you uh, might win something much like the Avs who just scored a goal that Kidder is celebrating and not interrupting me like he normally does. No, the game's done. They won. <laughs> oh, even better. You can win like the Avs. Yeah. Uh, it was out in the background, and they didn't screw up the five to one lead with you watching it. So I uh, just want to. I that's why I'm like, Buck! <laughs> Peter, That's because when I saw that the game was on, I like have like completely avoided that part of your screen. Like I'm like, no, don't watch, don't watch. Uh, let's see what else can I tell you here. Um, tell us the whole thing again because I rudely interrupted you. Uh, it's okay. The your slogan is "We know beer." That this is a silky but bold imperial stout with notes of dark chocolate, mixing with Thomas Hammer coffee to create a delightful espresso flavor. A sipper for dessert or breakfast, if so inclined. So, you know, knowing my speed that I drink beer, I'll still be having this for breakfast. Uh, this is one pint, and it is 10.5% alcohol by volume. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Smells like a coffee beer. Hmm. It is really heavy on the chocolate. Really heavy on the chocolate. Hey, look, Mark Kidder joined the podcast. Hey, guys, I'm glad to be back. It's like I never left. Speaking of never you... left, Big D's here, I see. I am. And I wasn't even aware that you left because right now my computer is on the fritz. I can hear you guys. Uh, I can't see. So I'm 
I can see Howard Blues looking off to his left. It looks like I see Kidder making the angry, uh, the angry cookie gnome face, and that's just yeah. a mirrored image of you. Mm, not so much. <laughs> Don't know if you could actually see that because again, my camera's frozen. But oh no, you're in live living color. Okay, well that's Co good. Cookie gnomes and all. Although with your uh, beige walls and kind of brownish shirt and such, I mean, you look very like sepia toned. He might be in the big D business center again. No, that's the, that's the door behind me that you can actually see. <laughs> Maybe you better go in there. Better reception. <laughs> I hear they have high speed Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to this beer. <laughs> yeah, just tell us about your damn beer, finally. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have. I, you did that um, while I pulled up a picture of my bling. Don't do that, Big D. This is a family show. Um, I mean, this is okay. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's very chocolatey, and I don't know that I like that aspect of it. I don't really taste the coffee. I'd probably give this like a 2.5. It's, it's okay. I'll, it'll take me all night to get through it. That's just how it is. So, Kidder, <clears throat> we know the beer fridge, the triple B beer fridge is running a bit low. Yeah. What are you going to pull out of it tonight? What are you going to have on what's on tap? See, here's the thing. I have one more mountain time ale left before I have to go buy another quarter glorious multi-pack. And I don't want to, you know, waste it and then have to go do that and then throw some more cans, you know, to the wolves. Because uh, that's like alcohol abuse. So how about uh, this is close. Get my nice chilled glass. Big D, I don't know if your camera has started updating again, but uh, it has. I approve. I th I thought you might like that. It is the. Uh, if it's not quite focusing or if it's too small, it does say property of Deep Space Nine laser etched into the actual glass. And it's a legitimate Star Trek licensed merchandise on the other side. Oh, yeah. So, uh, it's like the other glass that I have that's a reverse smoked laser etched with uh, Deep Space Nine and the Delta Shield com badge from ds9 you know the later seasons voyager first contact insurrection and nemesis so i'm pouring some glorious caramelly and uh you know interesting taste stuff here of templeton rye yes the good stuff to close it up again the six-year this one being an older bottle, but from Templeton, Iowa. So another Iowa product on the show. And uh, big thanks to Rude Boy Kyle for introducing me and uh, us. I believe, Howard, you've had this before uh, to uh, the Templeton. Have you had this before, Howard? I think you've tasted it, right? I think I might have had a taste of it once at your place, but... It's been years, so I couldn't tell you. 
What are you going down with the Titanic? It's been 72 years. <laughs> hey, guys. Big D's not the only thing that they hung on from last uh, week's episode. Apparently, Titanic jokes as well. <laughs> yeah, and that's sort of go down. Jokes, so, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ah, that's tasty. It's good stuff. It is the good stuff. Triple B approved. Yeah, I think uh, we were going to make another Titanic joke or something, and then Leonardo DiCaprio, and you know uh, that movie has been out for over twenty five years, so he's not involved with it anymore. Uh, also, I believe that they actually squared out that wood panel at the end of the movie and proved that he uh, Jack could have crawled on top of the board as well and then been saved. But I think uh, Kate Winslet's character's birthday was coming up the following week and, you know, she would have been 25. So that's right, folks. We've, I do Leonardo DiCaprio jokes. You know, my uh, favorite Titanic story ever uh, was uh, going to it, you know, uh, in the small theater in Spearfish. And uh, there was a, a classmate of mine who was sitting down very much in front. And uh, it gets to that point in the movie where they're you know she's on the door he's hanging off of it you know so oh, i really thought you're sad. talking about a different point earlier yeah, in the but, movie but she was eating a piece of candy this the scal and uh it was so sad and she got choked up and actually started choking and you know started <clears throat> shoots the candy out of her mouth timing was perfect because uh, it was right at that point where, where Leonardo finally breaks off and just sinks into the back. So right as that happens, you watch this piece of candy go up and you can just see it just hit him right on the forehead. And he breaks off and falls into the depth. Whole theater busted out laughing because uh, the timing on it was perfect. Uh, yeah, that's my my favorite Titanic story of the one time I went and saw it in theaters comedic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my favorite titanic story would have to be watching the cinema sins uh commentary on youtube and that's about it because i don't have any intention of ever watching that movie do you watch a lot of the cinema sins big d uh quite a few um i was on a binge for that for a while so the uh the ones that jump out were die hard uh the abomination that was a super mario brothers movie with bob hoskins and john leguizamo i have watched okay. all the <laughs> the uh star trek one six uh they were pretty awesome ghostbusters i started rattling off a bunch of movies suffice to say i've seen quite a few i've watched quite and a Twilight. few as well but i kind of yeah i've watched quite a few as well but i've kind of gotten a little tired of it because it just it seems like he gets they get really nitpicky about things and send things just because they think it's comedic and not really because it's a bad thing. It, it stopped being interesting to me, but I, I, I've watched a bunch as well. What are your thoughts on riff tracks? Uh, you know, I haven't really spent a lot of time with that. I was really like, like I only got into CinemaSins because it was a way to like 
watch a movie without really watching it. So some of those things are as like, I don't know that I really want to see this or I'm ever going to see it. It's kind of a way to get what was the story or the movie about. Kind of like what you did with Titanic, you know. But I, I don't tend to watch a lot of that sort of stuff. I would personally recommend uh, the like drop the drop the few bucks or whatever it would be to uh, get the Twilight Saga riff tracks because the worse the movie, the better the riff tracks. And holy crap. Twilight's at that bar high for crap movie. Wouldn't it know Big D? I've never seen it. The only way I have watched Twilight Saga is with Riff Tracks. Otherwise, no, never. I like how he's walking back, like his level of interaction with it. Like, oh, you guys haven't seen it. Like, oh, no, no, I didn't actually watch it. Like, I, no, I, I, I'm saying the cookie gnomes were there. And they made me watch it. Like, uh, it was no, no, no. It was just, it was just their track laughing at the movie. No, I, I first, didn't actually watch it. I was never there. First of all, piss off. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I said I have watched them, but only with the riff tracks because there's third piss off. Uh, I, Fourth, I never just wait till he gets his Team them. Edwards tattoo. Oh my gosh! I thought he was Team. <laughs> oh, Who's the other one? I, I, I think it's Jacob. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not worth remembering. He doesn't remember because he watched the rift track. Oh my gosh, I'm so like a vampire. I need some glitter. I mean, I only know about like the Team Edward thing because I taught at an all-girl therapeutic boarding school when the books were coming out. And so that was a big deal was number of times I had to listen to students talk about Twilight. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. What I should talk about is something better, and that is last week's South Park. Now, Howard, I know that you're not up on South Park in the past like decade. It's fine. We'll get you there. Big D, are you still avid? It's been a while, I know, for you too, but have you caught any of it? Have you been keeping track of South Park? Nope. I... I've never watched it uh, habitually. I just never got into it. Okay. It is kind of so, scary to think that it uh, it's it's hilarious and obviously making fun of celebrities and being like the parody of society and not caring because everybody else, you know, they're like, oh, no, we can't make fun of that. South Park's like, yeah, absolutely. So first couple seasons ago already, they had Macho Man. Enter the strong woman competition. Yes. What the frick? So Macho Man's getting interviewed. And thanks, Tom. I'm standing here with strong or uh, what, what, uh, what the hell? I forget his name now because uh, he, he wasn't, you know, Macho Man, right? He was uh, a different name. Anyway, I'm standing here at the strong woman competition as a new competitor enters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, it's, it's great. And uh, the whole bit, just just hilarious. Listen here, Dingleberry. David Perry. I'm not here to talk about my transition. I'm here to kick some ass. <laughs> so just it's great. And he takes on strong woman who is PC principles girlfriend. Who they had kids together. And those are the PC babies. Because the politically correct baby, it, it's hilarious. 
so fast forward to the current season and last week's episode, which is now, of course, three weeks old as you're watching or listening to this episode. They bring in uh, the Prince and Meghan Markle. The Prince William and Meghan Markle, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, a couple years ago, if you remember the big royal wedding, South Park parodied that as the Canadian royal wedding. Hey, but I was gonna have it. Okay. As is tradition. Hilarious. Yes. The, <laughs> so, now they brought in how the queen has died. Oh, no. And Ike obviously ike he he, he's not um american (laughs) but he's a baby and he's sitting in the watching the computer well first they show the procession for the funeral and it's like a top-down kind of view all the uh the uh guards are wearing these big maple leaf kind of royal uniforms holding the casket and uh, vats of maple syrup, like little containers of maple syrup. And they're holding her, bringing down the aisle, and the casket is open on the top, and the queen's in there like, all dead. Right? Hilarious. Uh, it Then it pans, you know, oh, the queen is dead, the queen has passed, it's a terrible day for Canada, this is absolutely horrible. And it cuts to Ike watching the computer, and he's like, ah, the queen is dead! Kyle comes in, like, Ike, you, why are you still watching this? You, 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 you've been stuck on this for six months. Shut up, Kyle! You know, it, and then it goes on from there, bringing in the prince and the princess. Because they had a bad policy! I made my policy! And they go on a world tour. How, telling everyone how they demand privacy and we want privacy. And they end up moving in across the street from Kyle. <laughs> because hey, I think we've but I, I think we've finally found a, a town where we can finally have a little bit of privacy. So it gets better from there, even. Almost the entire 24 minutes of content, I was laughing. It it was uh one of the better episodes that has aired in the past decade of south park so i invite you to look at it i believe it's still on south park studios or hbo max if you uh, choose to peruse go check it out it's it's very very good and of course as i shared last week or the week before the uh, china problem episode where they're discussing Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. And uh, Cartman thinks China is going to invade because of the Beijing Olympics. <clears throat> He's having nightmares about it. So they go to try and find the, the secret Chinese invasion plan. At a P.F. Chang's. <laughs> See? You're laughing at it. Like, this, this is hilarious. Any uh, um, general thoughts on just the premise of all of that, but a guy? There's a uh, the absurdity seems to know no bounds. It's pretty good. Uh, there's uh, even some talk and rumor about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle thinking about suing Trey Parker and Matt Stone over that episode. Actually, I heard. 
go for it because then it'll just prove how vain both of them are. <laughs> I demand my papathy. <laughs> you invaded my papathy by talking about me in a parody sort of way, guy. This is absolutely insane. Yeah, that's the problem with being a celebrity. I, so. I, I won't ruin any of the other moments within that episode because I, I really hope that both of you are able to pull it up on the line and take a look at it. Uh, it's only, you know, 20, 24 minutes of your time. So it's definitely worth the wait <clears throat> all week. We've been laughing at it at work. Um, other things that uh, I've been watching big D you'll be happy to know star Trek Picard season three is officially out. Last Thursday was the debut, the season premiere. Last night, the second episode. And I do have to say, the last two seasons had a lot of ups and downs for me as a Star Trek fan. So far in these two episodes, I'm, I'm at about 90% all in. About 90% there. I'm like shedding a tear... Uh, just, you know, it, emotional almost. It's it's getting me in the Trek feels, right in the comm badge. I don't want to spoil it for you. Did you mute yourself? Can you hear me? Testing one, two. He seemingly has a mic problem. Mm. Mm. It's all that bling. It's affecting his signal. He, he shouldn't have been getting those diamond earrings and bracelets and everything putting them in places in the big D business center that they don't belong. <laughs> it's interfering with his high speed Wi-Fi. <laughs> At least he heard it and he wants to make a comment, but now he's seemingly going to turn back time because he's frozen or share. <laughs> well, get her while the uh, <clears throat> Star Trek conversation is on uh pause mm -hmm. uh i i mentioned back uh on on our uh elimination chamber uh special that uh i've been watching a uh, classic anime called one piece and uh enjoying that i know you're not an anime fan but you uh it's kind of an interesting one it's uh it's an alternative world, so it's not it's not our world, um, in which the King of the Pirates was executed, but he left behind his his great treasure called the One Piece, and whoever finds it will become the new King of the Pirates, and it kicks off this age of pirates and uh, people forming crews and going. Uh, to the dangerous place called the Grand Line to try and get it. And this story follows a, uh, a captain by the name of Luffy D. Monkey, um, who it's kind of him building his crew and going after the One Piece. Um, good mix of like action and comedy and and such. So I'm 177 episodes in. So, and only in like season like seven, it's, uh, I got a lot to go. Uh, 
it's actually based on a manga that is the longest running manga in history. Like it's still going, the guy's still writing it. So, um, although I think he's supposed to finish in the next, you know, sometime before 2030, he's supposed to wrap up this story. So it's, uh, it's interesting, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been watching just as something kind of light and easy to digest in the evenings while I'm relaxing. It's got a pretty good soundtrack to it. Um, and, uh, the one theme, the one theme from it was like a total earworm that was stuck in my head for a long time, but, uh, it looks like Big D may have returned, although also looks like he's trying out for Frozen 3. So, so it's okay, Big D. Just, just let it go. Just let oh, it go. Killer beat me to the joke. I was going to kick it back over to Big D so that he could, uh, you know, join in and you guys could talk Picard and... I, uh, I I did I will say Kidder I did see that uh, you were watching the premiere of Picard, and I was so tempted to uh, send you a photo of that Star Trek alphabet book to go reading this in honor of Kidder, who is uh, enjoying Picard, and Big D is gone again. What he really should do is turn it off and turn it back on. <laughs> Uh, is this the beer you drank tonight? Mm-hmm. Guava, pear, green tea, ginger, North Dakota plum, cran apple. Wow. Well, that was actually what the missus had, uh, the sampler. Sour sampler, basically. He do, you know, the flight of all of them over there. But um, she went with your missus or his yes. missus? Oh, mine. Didn't know uh, she was such a fan of the sours. Uh, tonight she was for a while and then not. Did a uh, couple of them not agree with her? I mean, no, it, it was just kind of um, a lot of sour all at once. I, I could see that. I could I could see that, you know, uh, sours are uh, <clears throat> like I enjoy a good sour, but like I don't know that I could do like a whole flight of them. I, I, I think I would get kind of tired of the uh, sour taste. We need a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Disappointed that Big D took off I know. because I wanted to wanted to mention stuff to him. Wait, he's back! Quick, is Big D. Is, thoughts on Picard. Though? Thoughts on Picard, like the the series, or the character, I, the, the series. Kidder left off like with his thoughts on it, kind of threw it to you. You disappeared. We've been stalling ever since then. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched Picard. Does it make you feel better about possibly watching it with my reaction to the start of season three? Oh, I'm intrigued as all hell to, to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. You, sir, need 22 hours of time yeah i got a four-year-old i'll get right on that <laughs> hey i mean it's mostly okay for kids so i've legitimately been thinking so on our uh got a smart tv which doesn't have any local uh 
local station hookup but what it does have on the the watch free options is the star trek channel and i'm thinking to myself you know good grief my my son doesn't watch a whole lot of tv and that's intentional uh, mrs d and i don't want him to watch a whole lot and what he does watch is largely like little bear daniel tiger you know typical four-year-old stuff but i'm i am was watching when he was he's off doing something playing or something last week i, I just star trek channel on for like 15 minutes and i'm thinking good grief i remember watching when the episode was new the, the conspiracy episode from uh tng season one and the mm-hmm. forge getting thrown through those doors i remember watching star trek and i was that young why has my son not watched any yet and then it made me mm-hmm. question my suitability to be his father <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that son needs to change make it so i i, I get you we don't uh we don't tend to let junior watch a, a ton of tv and so like he hasn't seen star wars which is so funny because he's like head over heels uh, for for Grogu, which if you're not a Star Wars fan, uh, Baby Yoda. He is just enamored with that character and will point him out wherever he sees him. But he's never seen any of Star Wars or anything like that. But he knows the characters. So although he's been reading, making me read, I should say, that stupid alphabet Star Trek book. Oh, the one from way back when, where you had that guessing game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had to read read that almost nightly for like the past two weeks. Good. He might actually learn something. <laughs> it's it's not his favorite, but it it is one of those things where like the one of the problems with that book, and I didn't show the artwork from it, but there are like a lot of like clearly named characters who I know, and I can tell them who they are. But there's a lot of times where they just like, oh, here's a background. I'm just going to draw some red shirt guy. And he is so into these books because he's got a bunch of these. Um, uh, they're the, the the golden books is the kind of the line. You know, and he's got some like one for Doctor Strange and one for He-Man and um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But he keeps like pointing to these random nobody characters in the background and going who's this you know so it's like one thing like uh, on one page it's like it's the it's t is for transporter and it's like he can sit there and he can actually go spock kirk bones you know he can he can name them but then it gets to like n uh which is for number one and he's got you know, Riker and Data, but those are the only named characters in there. There's people in the background. He goes, Dad, who dad? You know, who dad? I, I, it's nobody, son. It's it's just a background character. Who's that? <laughs> Don't know what to tell you. It's, um, it's a nobody. He does the same thing with me with the He-Man book, and I struggle because I never watched He-Man, so I don't know any of the characters. He wants to know the names of all of them, and I'm like, I, I don't know, buddy. I don't know who any of these people are. I did pretty well with Doctor Strange. I got most of those characters down. But anyway, you guys were talking Star Trek. Oh, well, well, go go back to gluing my models together. So long as it's not gluing your fingers together. So far, so good. But uh, we'll we'll, we'll see. The night is still young, and this is a pretty uh, heavy beer. So (laughs) there's opportunities, gentlemen. There are opportunities. Might get glued to your hand. You might actually be able to drink it quicker then. Just <laughs> stuck. What do I do with my hand? 
So, Big D, yeah, I know you're a big fan of Next Generation. I yep. think, think you will really enjoy Season 3 for sure. At least the first two episodes thus far. Uh, I do have to say there's predictability in some of it. I called it right away. Maybe that's just my nerdiness. I'm also sitting there pointing out Easter eggs of everything in each of the episodes. There it is. Look, it's the thing. So <clears throat> I, it, you would get a kick out of it, I think. And uh, they really bring in Deep Space Nine and Voyager elements to Picard. And I'm really hoping that there's some kind of an offshoot to keep other elements going as a new series. Because, you know, Patrick Stewart, he's, he's not exactly a spring chicken anymore. And uh, really hoping that uh, other pieces of the series can keep going in different directions as true Trek fashion. Does that make Dude. you more excited to see him? It does, but I also admit that, you know, with kind of the 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 pineapple in my in my system, my, my thoughts were more tangential. I started thinking about how the first red shirt was actually a blue shirt in both the original series and in the Kelvin reboot. Yep. Made me giggle. People die. Mm. Things happen. Characters move on. Which, if you ask Kidder, is a bad thing. There's a whole debate about this. Go, go back a few episodes. Future Howard put the episode number right up there for you. Which uh, was right, funny. Howard, uh, put, put it up there. Let me look. And, uh, there we go. Cool. Thanks. I'll look at it. It, it was good. Uh, it, it was kind of funny because when Future Howard put in the thing about the debate in the show notes, the local geek read it, and he's like, oh, my gosh. Because I put it in the notes as, like, killing off characters. And he thought we were going to kill off characters like in episode 100. So he's like, what do I have to do to ensure my survival? Supplies of beer helps. I think just the fact that he keeps up the spreadsheet is enough. He's safe. Mm -hmm. He starts slacking on that, you know. Season finale is coming. <laughs> I'm going to be your international traveler, so he can't get rid of me. If he dies, he dies. I don't know. I mean, we... We have also, you know, Mr. Foot. He he's been doing some international traveling. Where has he yeah. been? I haven't talked We've to him in a minute. Oh, he's only been on our me. show once. He, he has been that been important. He's busy. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's uh, flying for uh, UPS, I believe. But he is doing worldwide travel. Uh, and and I'll tell you, Big D, if if you need if you need more content, you know, when you're done watching the Triple B. You know, in all of our episodes, uh, he actually started his own YouTube channel uh, this uh, this. Yeah, it was this summer. And it's kind of his own like food show as he travels. So as he's going to all these countries, he's eating kind of local cuisine and he talks about it. He does a really nice job with it. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. I've fallen behind on the episodes, but uh, I've watched a, a good chunk of them. So. Yeah, Mrs. D and I were talking about doing that, or never mind. We were talking about doing some more like 
scrapbooking, Yelp review, Google review thing, or all the places we've eaten. <laughs> haven't done the YouTube channel. I haven't even thought about it, but no, that's awesome. I can look that up. Yeah. Uh, if you go back to the episode that he's on, it's in the show notes, his channel. If you give current Howard just a wee bit, because it's it's the name that he chose, unfortunately, for his channel. It's a little um, there's a Risque. couple. Others. No, there's just a couple other people that are like really close in title. So like because he's a flying foodie, but there is a flying foodie and. You know, so there's just enough where it makes it a little difficult. Gotcha. Ah, I should have known this title, Kidder. I'm kicking myself. Uh, it's episode 74 entitled Beware the Corn Puns. I, I should have remembered the corn puns. Yeah, there are lots of nougats in there. Kernels of information. Yeah. yeah. Needless to say, it's a pretty good episode, Big D. If you haven't seen that one, you go back. Because there, there literally are corn puns and uh, some corn pun failures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. But yeah, no, he's uh, he's been on the show. He's a little bit harder to get on the show because he, he travels so much. I'm, I'm hoping he comes back on the show again because it was a good time. We had a good time with him when he was on. Hey, 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 Kidder. Kidder. Yeah. Want to hear about a scam? I mean... What better scam than going to beerbluesbs.com and buying us a beer? Oh, wait, that's not the thing. Yeah. What? What? What's the scam? All right. I got to pull this up. Uh, this is a Facebook had a scam. Oh, Big D, what's your question? Oh, no, I was just going to say that makes good common sense. The whole buy a beer on beerbluesbs.com. You know, we, we had a pretty good run of people buying us beer and then it kind of dried up. It's a, uh, it's a recession. That is true, but you know what? We have not adjusted our uh, our thing on that with, for inflation. It's still the cheapest beer on the internet. <clears throat> anyway, let's share my screen here, and hopefully not break Big D's internet. <clears throat> no, breaking the internet is when I try to do anything uh, on my end, like looking at uh, pulling up another page on the browser. Mm, yeah, another so, page in his browser. I didn't know that. No, I was trying to pull up some. Uh, I was trying to pull up some because uh, uh, the reference to maple leaf military uniforms—that's a thing—and I was going to pull up the page for it. Okay, so gentlemen, as you can see here, uh, this is a Facebook scam, and uh, you may have seen this. What happens is some poster posts this picture. And uh, you can see it's a description. It's uh, it looks like it's a an apartment for rent, you know, one bedroom, one bathroom, seven fifty a month. Some other details. Looks like a pretty nice place, doesn't it? I mean, I'm looking at the notes down there about when it's uh, about the the date, but that's the one thing that tips me off about it. What's that square footage? 160 square feet? Screw that noise. Yeah. yeah but it looks like a, a fairly nice place from the picture. Kinder, does that photo look familiar to you at all? It sure does. And it's more than 150 square feet or 160 square feet. Yeah, uh, because that room is from a popular video game, um, Rainbow Six Siege. I've spent uh, many hours in that room. So somebody had taken a screenshot 
from the video game and uh, basically put it up as an apartment for rent, hoping that nobody would figure out that it's a, uh, a non-existent apartment and that the picture is from a video game. Boy, you got to love these Facebook scammers. Can't blame them for trying, I guess. I mean, <clears throat> got to make a buck somehow. I'm just waiting for the, the day that they put up like DK's treehouse, you know, that would be the place to rent. It's kind of like the uh, the people standing at the various corners, like by the interstate and the mall and things, because they look homeless and they say they're homeless. But are they? And here's why I go typically one route to work through the interstate. So then it's a little bit faster. I don't run through 28 stoplights and there's different people standing at the same corner, you know, asking for money and stuff. The sign is the same. They literally rotate people in and out. Oh, this person's got a dog that looks, you know, a little dirty, like, ah, put them there for two hours and then you work a shift. And then they have some, you know, lady come stand there for a while and she looks all rough. And then we'll switch somebody else out. This guy needs to go stand there for a while. The same. And, And it's not just one day of the same sign. I'm talking three, four weeks at a time. They rotate these people through. Don't even make it obvious. There's four of you within a block. Spread out. Don't use the same sign. But I mean, you know, you don't have to pay income tax on that. You just get cash, gift cards, coffees. What, What a way to make a life, huh? Just go stand out 20 below weather for a while. Get a little dirty. And then, uh, you know, you can make five to eight hundred dollars a day because people feel sorry for you because how you look. And then you can buy your Cadillac that you've parked three blocks away. Just walk to that and go home. You know, it really is sad that uh, people take advantage of other people's charity that way, because, you know, I'm not not saying that everybody who's on the side of the uh, road, you know, panhandling is trying to scam people. But it's when you hear about things like that, that it makes it hard to you know, want to support anybody that you see. And then they're they're all gone for a day or two. And then suddenly two to four of them are back in the same spot. And I'm like, really? And then they're like, oh, we've used that same sign for like three weeks. We should change it. So then they have a different sign. Or the other group that rotates in has a different sign. And you you just like, come on. Just cut it out. Don't do this. Speaking of like breaking the law, Jeff Hardy back in the news. Oh, what do you do now? (laughs) The Triple B brought it to you first. Two weeks late. That he again was arrested for DUI. This was over the summer. He was very drunk, very messed up, did not have a license at the time, was arrested in Florida for, again, driving under the influence. Uh, In fact, it was in June. So this is a follow up. To our previous breaking news. So he was arrested. One count. Of driving on a suspended license. One count. 
driving while his license was restricted. And one count of DUI, driving under the influence. Charges were brought to a Floridian court, and after months of deliberation, a sentence has been decided. And we here at the Triple B were on the internet to bring it to you. The Volusia County Court has sentenced Jeff Hardy to 38 days in county jail with 38 days credit for time served. So he was in jail for 38 days after his arrest and then was released on bond and they issued him credit for time served. He also has to pay $4,586 in fines and court fees. He is on probation for another two years. He has a 10 year suspension of his driving privileges. Two years, he must have an interlock device installed in his car where he picks up the tube and has to blow into it to ensure that the vehicle will start because it blows zeros for alcohol, which, of course, he can't drive for 10 years legally. So there's that. His vehicle will also be impounded for 90 days. And he has court-mandated DUI school and drug rehab. And on top of all of that, community service. That was earlier this week as the Triple B did the investigative reporting on the internet. The... Did I say something? <laughs> it broke the internet? Did, did, I, did I break Howard at Big D? Did I stop at a Big D business center? What happened here? What? <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't stay at Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was just the fact that you made it sound like we actually have investigative reporters. Yeah. We don't? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> no, we we... We have you, me, and a murder bird and a slew of guests, but no investigative reporters. Who says so. the bird isn't on the hot trail? He's out there with like a fedora with a press thing in the side of the cap, <laughs> smoking a cigar. I, I mean, I'm a hot on the trail here, investigating things like Jeff Hardy. It's probably how I mean, he gets close to, to his targets. <laughs> I mean, I used to be an inspector, but considering this is the first i've heard of that how good was i <laughs> listen watching inspector gadget doesn't make you an inspector i'm sorry to break the news hey, to you big d in, inspector general sir <laughs> piss off go go, go gadget brain oh. <laughs> i got him <laughs> i broke big d he's gonna have to go visit get some the business center Go get some rogue, you bastard. <laughs> no, I, that's expensive. I'd rather get haircuts at that rate. <laughs> Go and get my uh, my head. Uh, the uh, insert manly haircut center business name here. Go get the uh, hot towel treatment and the nice close shave and everything. So anyway, is the Triple B investigative reporters as we scoured the internet. Jeff Hardy's attorney filed a motion to axe the breath test results from the initial arrest due to the belief that it was unreliable. The attorneys claimed that the breathalyzer used on Jeff was not inspected by the Florida Highway Patrol. 
the previous month, apparently a violation of law that mandates breathalyzers be inspected by an agency inspector at least once each calendar month. Ooh, technicality. I like it. Jeff's brother, Matt Hardy, took to social media to praise him for the personal journey that he's gone through over the past year. Matt said, quote, incredibly proud of my brother. For the last nine months, he's worked extraordinarily hard on himself. He's in the best space I've seen him for decades. I'll always support him, believe in him, and love him. I'm excited for you and your new lease on life and where it takes you. I didn't know Matt Hardy joined us for a minute there. That was interesting. It's currently unclear if Jeff will return to all elite wrestling or professional wrestling at all. Shortly after his arrest, AEW President Tony Khan released a statement saying that Jeff could only come back to the company if he completed treatment and maintained sobriety. There you go. That's Triple B investigative reporting. Done in the manner of an Australian reporter trying to fake a New York accent. I was thinking Matlock, but yeah. <laughs> That's about the same. Well, in uh, another news, gents. Um, I, I Controversy? Have, no. Um, oh. I have finished uh, my last bottle of uh, Loctite super glue for putting models together. Because it's stuck to your hand? No, it's just it's empty. Um, so I, I'm, I'm switching it up here. I'm trying a new brand uh, that I, I haven't tried. I'm, I'm, I'm switching over to Gorilla Glue. Hey, they don't sponsor uh, us. Get that crap um, off the screen. Which uh, like has like a 10-second dry time, uh, Kidder. And uh, I just want to put this out here. Um, I haven't had a lot to eat because I've been watching the kids today. And... Um, this uh, bombastic brewings shiver coffee stout is definitely having an effect. So uh, place your bets now for how long before Howard uh, glues his fingers together. I well, at least 10 seconds. Open this bad boy up. So there you go. It practically right. writes itself. Come on. <laughs> Howard is uh, Howard is uh, living dangerously here. Playing with uh, super glue that they say you only need one drop per square inch. Super glue, models, and drinking. Kids, don't what do this. What could at go wrong? <laughs> I was about to say, kids, don't do this at home without adult supervision. I'm a professional. And speaking <laughs> of the danger zone that Howard apparently is living in, we do have to say a rest in peace to Top Gun composer. Tom Whitlock, who has passed away at the age of 68. <laughs> Why are you laughing? He's he's just, dead, man. Just just that transition, okay? <laughs> like, I'm sitting here making cracking jokes about how I'm more than likely going to end up gluing two fingers to each other. And you transition into a resting piece for the composer of Top Gun. I mean, it just, like... Listen to your Howard Blues. I'm not here to talk about my transitions. I'm just here to kick some podcast ass. I, I, listen, it was a good transition. It just struck me as funny, okay? You know, the, you, you, you caught me, okay? It, this just in. Howard Blues thinks death is hilarious. <laughs> talk about my investigative report, and we got to do some investigating on that guy. 
Well, I mean, listen, uh, the Howard Blues lives in constant fear uh, protection. I mean, listen, I got a murder bird. I put together models while highly intoxicated. Let's not question what I find funny right now. <laughs> like, uh, you ever actually finished any of those? In <laughs> what models? Models, beers, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, th- this box here uh, used to be full. Is that stuck it- to your hand? No. no. <laughs> I haven't actually opened the glue because you, you broke me with the transition. I was laughing too hard that I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, try to glue something while laughing, while intoxicated. That's, that's, that's one step too many, man. Let's let's back up the crazy bus just a little is, bit. This is dangerous. Hold the phone. You know? Yeah. So... No, I, I have finished stuff. I actually have a whole card table in the cave proper that is filled with everything I've completed. So, uh, so far tonight, I've gotten a little rock guy done. He's kind of cute. And this uh, T-Rex Paladin put together. So, he's, he's kind of interesting, although he's a paladin, which kind of sucks because... You know, paladins are dicks. But uh, I'm working on a on a translucent dragon. I just need to put the wings on, and uh, I got I got some catapults in the works. They just need wheels. I'm making progress. Stuff's happening, and so I get that I'm, most of the beer. I, I was gonna say, I'm almost done with most of the beer. So I was gonna say, like I, I can kind of tell how big those are based on the the size of your hand and how how big they are when you're holding them. But what are you gluing to what? Because they're so freaking small. Well, and these are the big guys. Uh, like, well, the stuff that I have mostly been gluing to my hand are the small figures. I mean, here, here's here's like the basic human figure. Okay, and, but uh, but in in all of that. What are you gluing to what? It looks like it comes out of a friggin' D and D game set as a whole piece. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a great example because there's not like pieces to that. But uh, <clears throat> for instance, if I if I grab this guy here, Big D, um, so here he's got an arm that's glued on uh, with the sword. He's also got his shield arm is glued on. Okay, so so that's. An example with with some of these, a lot of times it's arms um, because of the molding process, wherever there would be what's called an undercut. So, uh, for instance, on Mr. Paladin, because he's kind of big enough with his shield, if you see here, it'd be really hard to make the mold to kind of have this shield in just because of how it goes uh-huh. You would have too much product there. You'd have to try and get the plastic in and then up and then to spread out. So they cast the shield and his hand as one piece because they can do that. And then they cast his body as one piece, his head as a piece, and his other sword arm as a piece. And then the base. So okay. one, two, three, four, five pieces altogether. That's that. Some of them, the monk that I had earlier who I have now set down and have lost on my table he was here uh the the monk you put that your I, glasses on i did, did they're, they're here i just oh, i'm intoxicated 
Caden and I've set him somewhere and he's a monk. Sniffing glue. So he's, he's gone. Um, <laughs> you know, because monks will... Oh, there he is. God, that was a weird spot. Uh, if you notice, like, if I turn him that way, you see that he's kind of all one thin line. So uh-huh. there they're able to kind of just cast him with one half of the mold here, one half of the mold on that side. Makes it easier. It's when you get into the more interesting 3d sculpts that you end up with more pieces that you have to to glue on okay so a lot of them are pretty small but i i mean i have some things here that are like this is a giant spider that's uh got quite a bit of legs and such i'm not looking forward to uh this was the cthulhu monster uh for this set which i forget which one they did but I mean, it's just a bag of tentacles and mouths and eyeballs. And I mean, this is just a whole bag of nightmares right here. That'll be fun. Glad I could man, talk. This is, this is almost like, a, you know, a Howard's Cave of Wonder episode. Get her. Get to rename that. But I'm still here. Hey, welcome to Howard's Cave of Wonder. All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like my radio it. days, we would say. All right. Well, get the hell out of here. Okay. Well, I'll I'll do that and go to my uh, makeshift fridge, which is my cement floor in my project room. I'll be right back. Oh. Okay. Well. Oh, you said something. I was going to laugh because he walked away and we could have watched him and it could have been content and we could have put some like cartoon music underneath it I, I, or, I mean, or maybe like cheap mono uh crap jazz music that you would hear out of a blown out speaker in an elevator kind of like in big d's business center here what i was gonna say kidder what we need to do is like the like halftime report for the show you know like all right ladies and gentlemen we're at the halfway point of the uh episode here <laughs> kidder how's, how's how's it going down on the on the sidelines there well howard thanks we have drinks happening down here Clearly, there's another beverage that needs to be consumed. I'm standing here with this mostly drank glass of whiskey. I could clearly use another because I'm not as drunk as you. I'm waiting to work on figures myself, but I don't have any glue. Big D appears to have returned. I'm not sure what the business center has to offer. However, let's see what he has to say. Big D, back to you. What was the uh, ABV on that whiskey there? Because <laughs> it, it doesn't seem so much as a number as it seems like an exclamation point, an asterisk, and an ampersand. <laughs> I'm just surprised that you think that he's the intoxicated one. Um, I I think he's more sober than I am at this point. (laughs) And that's saying something on this show, because how many times have I had more than two enough? By the way, it's 45.75% alcohol by volume. It is a 91.5 proof six year Templeton rye. The good stuff. I would love to see you on absinthe. No, that that tastes like garbage. Stupid yeah, black licorice. Get that crap out of here. My Plus, going American away absinthe is an actual absinthe. My going away dinner in Germany many <laughs> moons ago 
they uh they my uh coworkers uh kind of duped me into taking a, a shot of absinthe but then they were you know in typical uh munition systems ammo uh tactics they were being total assholes about it and trying to get inside my head and say you're gonna start to lose satan now like oh sure but nothing happened oh look i haven't tried absinthe i I would would try it once in in hindsight i don't recall it being really it's just another beverage i think any of the the urban legend hallucinogenic stuff um i don't know how base in reality it is today i'm sure it was at some point but not so much today to the as far as i'm aware uh, uh you, let's see here you, you know if you want to if you want to learn about that uh we big or um not big deep. uh local geek has actually had absinthe on the show and we actually talked about the whole the history of absinthe it. yeah and not absinthe the musical which you can see in las vegas Wait, wait, wait. Is is Titter promoting a musical? I've actually never seen it. There's just lots of advertisements. Promoting a musical. They're never going to see this. And and, I mean, not like we'd get kickbacks anyway. Listen, you have problems with me showing the bottle of super glue that I'm using because there's not a sponsor, but you're promoting some musical in Las Vegas. Everybody skipped over this section because I wasn't holding something up to the screen. It's just not there. So everybody just skips over. It's glazed over. Never happened. Uh, that's okay because I got I got I was singing the view kidder when I when I picked this up. It's a new thing I'm about to try on the uh, what's on tap round two. It's the founders four giants and the haze of destiny imperial hazy IPA just for you. Nineteen point two fluid ounces and where to go. Uh, 8.4% ABV. Uh, the back side of the can is just, uh, yep. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Somehow Puerto Rico is involved. Drink responsibly. They don't serve founders in the clink. It's actually, uh, they're not wrong. So cool. All right, so it smells like Kidder's hatred. Sweet and it tastes like oh Kidder's so, hatred. Oh, so nice! So like a warm a sensation. You. I guess it's good that we don't have one anymore. <laughs> Actually, I'm. It's not the best IPA I've ever had. It's still decent. I give it two and a half, but I don't know that I would buy this one again. <laughs> Shut up, Kidder. Kidder, I just now want somebody with some actual time <clears throat> and creativity to go out and film like a one of those like cologne ads, but now for like Kidder's hatred. Mm. You know, all I need is a guitar in a desert. I got a guitar over there. I don't there know there's I, a desert south of town. <laughs> you know, I think we're onto something here. Brought to you by Big D's Business Center. Kidder's Hatred. <laughs> Get your eight ounce collection at any Big D's Business Center. Three spritz. My. <laughs> 
might give you the schlitz. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, had I prepared and been an actual broadcast professional for this show, I could have done that with a straight face. <laughs> Maybe for the actual commercial, we, we'll do something better. Speaking of uh, terrible products, <clears throat> you know, because we can't. Kidder, uh, once again, Amazon has served up a, uh, a truly terrible, terrible uh, product. The Big D Boudet? No, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's close. <laughs> Kidder, what this uh, product is, is it's right a... Uh... Oh, he's going to leave. We can't do this now. Because we need his reaction. Maybe he needs the bidet. Uh, he didn't kind of run off to the business center. My guess is that little D woke up. So, Kidder, put a pause. Everybody, put this on pause. We're going to hold off. What is this terrible product that Howard is speaking of? We'll come back to it. We will come back to it. This is now a tease. It wasn't meant to be a tease. This was a, a finally a Howard well-executed transition. That uh, big D screwed up. <laughs> we can't have anything nice on this show. No wonder nobody watches. Well, you know, it, it just goes back. Like I, I've kind of learned that I'm a bit cursed. That anytime I like, I make like a really nice transition. Like something happens to like stomp on it. You know, and uh, here I here I was set up. I was I was I was getting ready to talk about this. I did. It's going to be a great reaction. People will enjoy it, and he uh, he bolts. Hey, I, I here's a here's a good one, Kidder. This this will get a chuckle out of you. We got something. Okay. I I, I was listening to sports radio. Oh man, because because I do sometimes, and they were talking about the Minnesota Wild, and they were talking about their best player Kaprizov, and uh, apparently uh, the one commentator had got a bit of hate mail because. Their star player scored his 100th goal, and uh, this commentator had just kept up. Well, it's no big deal. So the Wild fans were like, "What do you mean? It's not a big deal. He scored his 100th goal." And commentator's like, "Well, it's just a 100th goal. It's nothing special." And uh, telling my kidder's reaction to this that uh, that was not as interesting as I thought it was. Ah, uh, it's the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> well, you know, like, it, the 100th goal. Eh, good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 to me. Where do you stand on all that? All of the like milestones with like goals and points and games played. I like it. In fact, six days ago, with this record, Miko Rantanen scored his two hundredth career goal. So good job to the Moose, being on the loose for another goal tonight. Arturi Lekkonen. Scored his 100th career goal. So good job for Arturi Lekkonen against the Winnipeg Jets. Big happy. Happy time. And speaking of happy time, we're a few days late, but happy birthday to Devon Taves. It's his birthday just a few days ago. Love it that the Avalanche are doing the thing. And so I personally enjoy hearing those stats from... Uh, the teams I like, I don't care about anybody else. I don't care about their team. Now, the only exception to that is that I will 
occasionally be like, oh, oh, for former Fighting Sioux players. Oh, they played their 300th NHL game. Sweet. They're still playing. They're still doing something. But otherwise, I don't care. Peter, uh, you know, I, I disappointed. heard. Uh, no, no, oh. it's fine. Do what you want to, man. Do what you want to. Um, I knew it. I want my body. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I actually heard somebody, uh, a commentator, make the uh, comments that our uh, our Colorado Avs seem to be playing playoff level hockey right yes. now. And uh, as I was going to ask, one, what do you think about that? Two, seems a little early for us to be uh, hitting that playoff level. Kind of a little worried that we... Uh, might uh, overdo it and be in trouble come the actual playoffs. Your thoughts? Well, a couple things is a couple of the key players yet are are out and are trying to rehabilitate, get healthy, hopefully right before the playoffs. Now, how the Avalanche have been playing in the past couple of weeks has been mostly good. In fact, I think they've now won seven in a row, if I'm not mistaken. So very excited about that. Happy about that. The reason they're making a bigger push is because, yes, they have to play playoff and championship hockey. They have to prove that they're good enough and and better than the other teams, right? But on top of it, they're also floating around that wild card slot at the bottom of the entry to the playoffs. So you need to win games to have enough points to make it into the playoffs, have that position secured. So it doesn't matter if we, uh, the, the Avalanche, not we, I'm not on the team, the Avalanche get that playoff position secured. Then they can really continue pushing it, go for the cup, do their best in the playoffs, and then actually have some, you know, great hockey. But it doesn't just turn on and off. You know, there have been a lot of games this year where you can tell the Avalanche were last year's Stanley Cup champion, creaming the other team, Fantastic to watch. Like tonight's game versus the Winnipeg Jets. Five to one victory. Love seeing that, right? Other games, <laughs> not so good. But when a good half the team is out because of injury, a majority of the people rotating through the ice are the minor league players. So it's the Boston Bruins versus the Colorado Eagles. Let's be honest. It's the minor league team. So are they going to lose and not do well? Yep. That's just the nature of the beast. It happens. Now people have been getting healthy, been coming back. Things are able to be put in place where, yes, the avalanche are able to get there, to get going, score some goals, work as a team, become the championship group that they really are and hopefully push through and win two in a row because how awesome would that be Howard 
I mean, it'd be pretty good. Uh, it's a long shot. And not to say that I don't want it to happen, but back-to-back uh, -back championship runs uh, for the Stanley Cup, not the easiest feat. Just being honest, you know, it's yep. extremely difficult. You know, it's like winning the Super Bowl. How often do you see back-to-back -back wins of the Super Bowl? Not often. It's an extremely hard feat. So almost never because I don't like watching that crap. No, I'm just saying, you know, just as an example, you know, it, it, to, to win it all, it's not the easiest thing in the world. So, but, uh, to Kinder, I see three of the best, oh. since you mentioned the Super Bowl, I just want to mention three of the best Super Bowls that scene. And it's not because of the game specifically. Number one, the Super Bowl that we watched in, I think it was 2015 where we were at B-dubs and that was the Katy Perry and the Sharks halftime. That was funny. Uh, number two, group of friends watching at uh, an apartment in Grand Forks, not caring about the game, but just watching the commercials and laughing and making fun of them. And number three would be when we were all watching in the residence hall, we headed up on the projector and it was Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. <laughs> and suddenly there's a four foot nipple on the screen. <laughs> and I'll, I'll uh, I don't know, 40 of us who are down there watching are like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not right. Where's the DVR? Let's back it up. It was 2004. We didn't have DVR then. I'm glad Big D yeah, is back. Um, and laughed at that. Big D being back. I, I can get back to this. Hey, we, we teased it. What is this terrible product that Amazon is recommending to, to Howard? Because that happens far too often. Uh, gentlemen, what I will tell you that this is, is this is a uh, product kind of like a, a, a slime or an ooze, but it's uh, it, you know, or, or like a Play-Doh. It, it, it's kind of one of those type of products, things that you kind of take and squish and all of that. Uh, but it is green with dark green specks made to look like a, uh, like a pickle. And uh, it has a terrible terrible uh name okay That's i was thing. i was wondering if it was going to be uh kind of along that line yeah for our uh audio listeners all like 10 of you uh this product is called he's gonna say it. dill dough <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, uh, and just for the audio listeners, we're talking about dough, D O U G H, like the cookie dough, dill, dough, like the herb. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the a herb. Play on words. What a Brit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, what? it's such a long joke. It, it, I, I said herb because there's a H in it, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Eddie. You're welcome. What are you putting pH in it? Uh, you know, Kidder's never been an Eddie Izzard fan. Uh, so, oh, there we go. But yeah, there. Another terrible product that Amazon wants me to buy or thinks he I need to buy. He's good in Inglorious Bastards. He's good in a lot of things, actually. Eddie Izzard, uh, highly underrated in his acting skills. And he hasn't done much lately. I think he's got a great Star Trek bit, though. Yes. <laughs> Star Trek and Star Wars and Risk. Do you have a flag? Uh, yeah. 
I, I mean, I haven't watched Eddie Izzard in a long time. I don't watch a lot of comedians these days. I don't see a lot of them that are really all that great. That's why he doesn't watch this show. What do you mean I don't watch this show? I edit this show. I also live this show. He's talking about Eddie Izzard doesn't watch the show or something. Yeah. No, Howard. He doesn't actually watch it. <laughs> I know how editing goes. Uh, man, this is about when this happened. and That's yeah, fine. Let's move over. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I uh, actually... <laughs> I actually thoroughly watch the show Uh-oh. and try to. Oh, here we go. Because I got to catch all the times that you guys swear <laughs> on the show. So I got to <laughs> clean all of that off, you know, make sure I don't miss them. And yes, I, I do miss on occasion. That does happen. So I have to deal with that. I have to deal with all the awkward pauses that we get, especially because our shows we've been recording for longer and longer chunks of time. So it's like, you know, hey, we got two hours and 45 minutes. I got to try and trim 45 minutes out of this thing to get it to at least a two hour mark because we struggle to get viewers already. I I, I don't think we're going to get people to say, you know what? I need a podcast that's as long as watching the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. So the way I think of it is, it takes about two and a half hours to get to Fargo from here. So if we make about a two to two and a half hour episode, that'll get you off to Fargo or back. See, I I kind of look at it as you know, two hours. You, you know, you can listen to more episodes in that case. And if you listen to more episodes, then our number of episodes downloaded and such goes higher. So if we cut these into four and released four episodes a week, we're on to something there. Yeah. Yeah, I think this investigative thing is going to go great for us, Howard. We can really make something out of this. I just want this dragon's wing to stay on. Nice deflection. I see what you did there. That's part of my investigative skill set. You're uh, you're not going to let this uh, thing go, are you? Peter Blues and BS, the only podcast today to have investigative reporters to read the internet news. <laughs> so with that, think back to your your days way back when, Kidder, when you were but a but a budding radio DJ with with hair <sighs> yes. and uh, at a barely. At a radio station up here in uh, in El Forco, and um, you know, think to then versus now. Are you are you shocked at the fact that you're an investigative reporter now? Is it was that a, a then and now shocker for you? Then versus now, for shocker for not, you? Because Big D, I once stayed next to a big D business center. And that made me an investigative reporter. <laughs> Considering I invented the big D center. I don't think that's something you want to be investigating. I'm not Especially investigating that. that. I just stayed next to one, one time. <laughs> I I spicy, uh, spicy taco dinner. I heard there's lots of explosions that happen there. So <laughs> try and stay away. It's like a war zone. Uh, but that that makes well, me. I a am a former munitions guy. Reporter. Munitions, yeah. yeah I am. <laughs> Take out those mortars. Uh, so I I was truly a reporter, an investigative, hard hitting, breaking news investigative reporter before becoming 
the very likable, very entertaining, number one rated per capita on-air talent. So it was really a here and there combination. It's like a bomb cyclone. Everything, everything came together all at once to create the perfect storm. I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm not drunk enough for this conversation. <laughs> uh, that's a lie. You're three quarters in the bag, and you might be glued to it for all we know. I, well, I, I did finish this thing. Um, so that that's gone. Make a big D laugh. So I mean, we're we're getting somewhere in life. And that 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 is true. That is true. He's you know, he seems to be having some chuckles at this mission success. I'm I'm just a happy guy at the end of a stressful week. What can I say? <laughs> Bob Giggles is not on this show. He is busy at the moment. I'm not sure what he's doing, but he's probably laughing. Probably. You know, Kidder, I. Speaking of Bob Giggles, we, we we put out, or at least I put out, the uh, the sci-fi or Howard uh, from episode 94. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's getting terrible views, <laughs> which terrible is sad. Terrible views? Yeah, it's just, <clears throat> compared to our usual, like, you know, a number of we views that we get per episode, it's it's uh, it's been a little rough. Now, what, what makes the views terrible? Are they, uh, are they like, side-eyed views? Are they... Awkward glance views. Are uh, they disapproving views? What what are we talking? I, I there's more of like a quantity thing, Kidder. Like oh no, views. maybe ten people have watched it. Big like one D, of our shortest videos on the channel, like at eleven minutes, we've got maybe ten. Views. Which which video are you talking about? Sci-fi or Howard? It was a bonus episode oh. this week. It uh, oh, you're yeah. in it, Big D. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I watched that, sure and I was thinking, yeah, I I watched that, and I I think it was rigged. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to pull it up, I'm trying to pull it up. That it sounds like you need an investigative reporter to look into uh, malfeasance of the contest. Sounds like I'm down to rise at the cookie gnome, and I've gotten nowhere. So, piss off. By the way, make me look like a gnome. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> I mean, we don't. What the really hell have is a Colorado make... low? And you didn't have me on there for that, you bastards. We, we, hey, we hey. don't really have to make you look like a gnome. It just kind of naturally occurs. Big, big D. <laughs> you're, you're up to 19, 19 views, by the way. I'm looking at it right now. 19, 19 yeah. views. I, I, I'm also going to say you need to watch the what the hell is a Colorado low episode because there is a joke made that you would appreciate and all I'm learning now when you're like oh you didn't have me on is that you haven't watched the episode yet mm. you would have you would have again four-year-old <laughs> you would have approved <clears throat> yeah but I know you've jumped to chapters before just jump to the chapter about what it the hell is a Colorado low and well, it's not like you sleep anyway so I mean watch it now <laughs> you're not doing anything else important <laughs> Here we go. Welcome, welcome to the Triple B <laughs> Watch Along. Yeah, I'll I'll do that so that it shows up in my YouTube recently watched library because I might not remember having done that right now. So yeah, no, you'll you'll, you'll watch it and you'll get a laugh and you'll you'll appreciate so. chapter titles, huh? Yeah, there's a, a, a chapter title. What the hell is the Colorado Low? Towards the end of the episode. Okay. 
Google. I'll queue that up, and when we're done recording here, I'll I'll take a take a look, see, and then I'll probably tell you both to piss off because at whatever trolling event, I'm sure is awaiting me. I, I'll, I'll put it this way: you're not the one being trolled in that. Mm. You'll you'll appreciate it. You'll 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 actually be like, oh man, that's great. It's fantastic. That's right, but I. It's good to have a friend. But uh, check it out. I'm actually really happy with like that thumbnail. That was a good thumbnail. The Rise of the Cookie Gnome thumbnail, that, that's just hot garbage. I'll I'll just say that right now. That was not my best work. Big D's in it. <laughs> I still don't get the gnome, but, you know. I'm, oh, you, you don't remember? I'm fully aware of the origin of your application of the gnome. I just don't get it. No, is the cookie gnomes and the cookie gnomes going to come get you? It's gonna say the cookie gnome thing is mostly a kidder thing. Yeah, funny. I really wish I could remember that photo being taken. I mean, based on my haircut, I can put the time as 2011 on that one brief stint of time I was up here between moving from Germany to Guam, and I remember I came up here on my birthday. And it was hockey weekend, and I'm driving up here thinking I should book a hotel. So I'm driving up, doing the thing on my flip phone in 2011, saying, where am I going to stay? And it was hockey weekend. Of course, everything is, you know, booked up in town. I'm like, Air Force Base. So I stayed out there. But that's the only reason my hair would have been, well, kind of like this, actually. Because uh, prior to that, I actually let it grow long, longer. But I don't, for the life of me, remember that ice cream sandwich photo being taken. And don't you dare pull it up, you rat bastard. <laughs> Not you, him. You, uh, you do know that, like, we now use, well, I mean, you know, because you've seen it. But yeah, we use that photo <laughs> all the time. I know. It, it's, for, it's for comedic content. Me pretending oh. to be horribly offended and trolled by it. Well, okay, I'm trolled by it. Me pretending to be horribly offended by it. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are far worse things we could do. I don't know how this miniature goes I'm not going to ask you to elaborate on it. He already has plans. Don't worry. Uh, I, not not actually at this point. No, I'm too intoxicated for plans, and I'm putting this model back in the bag because I'm too out of it to try and figure that one out. Um, what else I got over here? You just say the bag? So uh, I, I don't know what it was, but if we're if we're talking about photos, there I remember there was um I feel like it was a it was a photo that someone took of you back in college, uh, Kidder or not Kidder Howard, um, where you could have reasonably passed for Brian Mallon in his portrayal of General Hancock in Gettysburg. I don't know if that means anything to you, but at the time, twenty years ago, I just remember seeing that picture and thinking. Brian Mallon as Hancock. It, it was a side profile. I should I should clarify. A side profile. I'm really curious which photo you're you're referring to. Now I'm seeing all these photos of Kidder or uh, Howard twenty years ago on Kidder's phone. We were all so young then. I found a picture. Well, actually, no, I didn't find it. So I I stopped. Um, a certain prior to his office. Uh, today because I had a little extra time running around in town so I stopped up there today and he had a picture of me in my my college internship we had the green screens you know goofy poses whatever and yeah there was a picture of 21 year old me uh yeah <laughs> uh, I looked so young mm -hmm. we all did mm -hmm. back then didn't we I looked back when we knew something 
That was back when you thought I was a pothead, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was a different time and a different place <laughs> before I was an investigative reporter. <laughs> yeah, that was my roommate. He was he was the pothead who failed his drug test. He is not a pilot today, and I am just fine with that. What you got there, Howard? Really chunky spider about the size of a tennis ball, this uh, back thorax. Kidder, are you still looking for a photo? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're doing? How about you take a break from looking at photos and take a look at my bling? It's not really bling, but it's on page three of the run sheet. I looked at it. Yeah. So that is an actual actual uh, Velcro tab that I got for my, for my uniform. <laughs> now, do you actually wear it on your uniform or do you just have the tag? Uh rarely because officially speaking it is wildly unauthorized but there is a kind of unwritten rule i guess depends on depends on the local unit on uh morale patches if you will so yep i i took off my uh my standard one for my uh current uh job in uh weather and uh, slap that on at a at a going away lunch that uh, we we're having for a, a colleague this afternoon you son of a bitch. Hey, I have something to say. Ah! Yeah, definitely circa 2011. That was simply because the, the side, the side, I never cut short. I kind of, I mean, I, I tapered it, shortened it a little bit, but I never got it as short as that picture until, well, the Air Force shaved my head bald, but you know. <laughs> February 12th, 2011. February 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that does and, make sense. Yeah. And that photo was actually taken I thought it was, at Culver's. I thought it was forest. later in the year. I thought it was like September, October time frame. But actually, yeah, that would that would check. I did swing up there, didn't I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I swung up here during those two weeks, three weeks. We even had some beers Culver's. at the apartment. <laughs> it was good. Yep. Vunabar. Bunch of then and now shockers. All those, all those pictures of us then versus now. I don't know why it's so shocking, <laughs> but yeah, the biggest then versus now shocker that I've had recently, because I'm the I'm the a hole that put that in the run sheet. Um, so I was at a conference last week in uh, Virginia, and any any of the tens of viewers of this podcast, you might be thinking one day of going into the into the military in some way, shape, or form. They, my MTI, my military training instructor, Marines call them drill instructors, Army call them drill sergeants. I don't know what the frick the Navy calls them, but the people that are your introduction to the military that speak with only one volume and that is loud, um, that speak with only one measure of compassion um, and that is none, um, where they pretty readily enact or um, instill Stockholm syndrome into you. They're real people. So they're just regular guys and ladies at the end of the day. So my Our MTI, oh. <laughs> my MTI was, is currently, he's about to retire, but he's currently at the same location in Virginia where I just was last week. And I shot him an email. We've, we, loosely kept in touch over the years but i shot him an email like hey i'm gonna be out there let's uh want to grab lunch like sure and it's been 14 years since i've seen the guy and i spent the first 20 minutes of the lunch deconstructing the fact that the last time i i uh 
knew him, his affectionate term for me was dumbass. Um, but he had, um, yeah, we're, we're just talking about how our careers had gone, what we've we been doing. And then one of his colleagues calls him on the phone and it was something that he had to take, but he, he answers it in a weird way. He says, what do you want tingle pants? And it was so off the wall. I'm like, what the fuck? And then once that call was done, yeah, I was like, yeah, I've been deconstructing for the past 20 minutes that you're an actual real guy. And I think that just sold it. And he's like, yeah. I'm a real guy. 14 or 16, 30 rolls around. If you don't call me by my first name, I'm going to punch you in the head. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That was my then versus now shocker. It's just interesting to see the way that things change over the years. What do you guys got besides what we've chatted about already? Sort of kind of loosely. Well, let's see. As a then and now shocker, uh, it was really interesting. Uh, this was a couple of years ago actually quite a few years ago i went back to my hometown of spearfish south dakota and uh, nothing like driving into that town and seeing what used to be the walmart when you were growing up is now an aquatic park with water slides and a pool and what used to be the parking lot yeah that's a weird one that'll mess with your mind didn't we stop at that walmart yeah more than likely time for another trip down to the southland i guess yeah I've been meaning to go back down there. I went through, well, it would have been um, 2019, October of 2019. was the last time I was down in the uh, hills. Uh, and it was just passing through. I was on my way down to Colorado Springs for a good friend of mine who I grew up with in Spearfish. who was getting married in Colorado Springs. And uh, I made the trek down there. I stopped. I spent the night in Rapid City and, and such. That's the last time I was in the hills, which uh, hopefully one of these days we get Pat on the show. Um, world's nicest guy. I have yet to meet somebody who is nicer than Pat. And he was um, pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. And his family was also incredibly surprised when I showed up. Kidder knows all this, but when I was in middle school um, and into early high school, there was a there was a group of four of us who ran together, um, good friends, and uh, now we live all across the country. So Pat's down in Colorado Springs, Sean's in St. Louis, Adam is somewhere in Washington. I've kind of lost track of him. He's a hard one to keep track of. Uh, I've been to all of their weddings and such, but yeah, I, I hadn't seen Pat in probably two or three years. So. Um, it was kind of cool to see him hoping to get him on the show would be fun to get sean on the show too adam i don't think we'd ever get he's kind of an interesting uh individual be an interesting person to talk to he's a hard one to track down i don't i don't know that he's had the easiest of lives since we moved but anyway that's me being nostalgic for pointless reasons but uh gentlemen um pointless reasons yeah well you know me uh we've been talking for quite a while and um we're starting to run out of steam so i I, I kind of feel like we are i was gonna bring up how the expanse is now continuing in a different form and you might be interested in this because they are working on a kickstarter for graphic novels to continue the show in graphic novel form. Their initial goal on Kickstarter was $25,000. They have, as of the recording right now, 
$37,084 with almost 9,000 backers and 12 days to go. Different uh, rewards uh, on this. Uh, well, I mean, let me see if I can. It's been a little bit since, uh, you know, I looked at these sorts of things. So if I click the thing and then find, you can get a starter set with <clears throat> a graphic novel. Uh, an Origins 126-page uh, item, a digital version of the complete set, a softcover complete set, an exclusive single issue set, a hardcover set, a red metal boxed set, a different red metal boxed set, a gold metal box set, an elite metal boxed set and that reward is no longer available anyway <clears throat> so uh those are out there and there are supposed to be 12 volumes of that at least in a digital version uh coming out continuing the story from the actual owners etc of the uh ip of the expanse with the characters from the television show Obviously, they're novels as well, but this is a graphic novel, so they will be portrayed as the characters you saw on the television show, which is one of the best space-based sci-fi shows out there. And if you haven't watched it, it's on uh, the Amazonian Prime, so go check it out. Watch all six seasons. Binge watch it. Enjoyable. Hope you like it. So now the, the question is, topic of, go for it. I was just going to ask him. So, Kidder, did you back it? Um, no. Um, and the reason I'm not like huge for graphic novels or comic books, and I don't need something else sitting around. And yes, I could give them, you know, just money, but I would like something in return. And ultimately, I would like to see it return to television in some form to continue on the stories because they left it open to continue the stories and being one of the best sci-fi shows on streaming and television, I felt they got hosed by it being canceled, basically. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was just curious that. Sounded like Big D had a follow-up question, so. Oh, it wasn't so much a follow-up as a throwback, but it was kind of on your topic of, or on your comments about losing steam as and then kidder hopped in with his thing and i was about to say at that particular juncture that when i was coming back from my conference in virginia i stopped at the <clears throat> stopped at the usa in the minneapolis airport there's a an army retired or almost retired lieutenant colonel talking to a coast guard chief warrant officer and coasty and about all the various places he liked to go and travel and go I think he was talking about ice fishing, but he, whatever he was talking about, he burns spearfish. And it's like, and, and nobody lives there. And you know, anybody there, I'm like, I know a guy made me chuckle. It is kind of humorous, but it so made me chuckle. Cause connection. actually I knew a guy and he was like, Oh, nobody's there. Like, no, I, I know a guy who's from there. So you piss off. So I know one guy. <laughs> yeah, there's one person from there and he left for a reason. Um, the funny thing about it is 
to continue the global connection with this, you hearing it in airports across the country, but our uh, close friend of the show, Clinton Cunanan, working with Blacklight District, Howard knew original members of that band, and Clinton is working with the band Blacklight District, who is based out of Spearfish, South Dakota. So again... Another Spearfish reference as they continue to get the hell out of there and go everywhere else but Spearfish. Yeah, I didn't get a chance. I was going to, you know, ask Clinton if he knew uh, CK because that would be interesting. CK is on my list of people I'd like to eventually get on the show. But yes, he was an original member of Blacklight District. Well, let's do it. I don't really have a great contact with him, but... Uh, CK I knew was my best friend in middle school or in um, elementary school up through middle school until I wasn't uh, cool enough to sit at the cool kids table with him. But he's been uh, down in Galveston, Texas, uh, working as a tattoo. He owns a couple of tattoo shops down there. Uh, He's been very successful with that. Interesting guy. Um, He's done some cover art for some albums for some bands, played in Blacklight District has an award-winning tattoo shop would be a really interesting guy to talk to but yeah i was was curious if clinton knew him next time next time clinton is on i'll have to ask oh yeah i might uh know a guy you know what i'm saying do a little investigative reporting there you really are pushing this investigative reporting thing hard beer blues and bs hitting hard and answering the tough questions that nobody wanted i'm drinking like the irish i we get it going there. <laughs> it's about time. Why not? It's green over here. It's green over here. It's green over there. It's practically Ireland. Uh, keep it, keep it clean. Keep it green. Keep it. What the frick? Oh, you spider. Yeah, I'm. I'm down to the last four legs and trying to figure out which where they go. Um, probably on the body. Right. To the exterminator. It's going to be hard to show on camera, but each each spot where you have to, to put one in, they have a different shape to the connector. And so trying to find the right shape on the leg uh, makes it a little, little interesting to try and get this kind of placed. Sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, personally, uh, you're a problem. sticking things where they shouldn't go and being all sticky. Hey, I have yet to glue my fingers. I, I'm this doing is, good. I'm doing good. It's getting weirder and weirder the longer this goes. Next thing, but, the murder bird's going to come swooping in and steal the damn thing from him. Ah, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure the murder bird has already made an appearance or two on this episode. And next thing Question. we know, the French version of me is going to come out too. Question is, on whose screen did it come out on? Just going to have to keep an eye out. And if you missed it, go back and look. Can you find the murder bird? Big D's fighting them off now. That's going to. That, that's no, our next project. I don't know if that was the murder bird or just his other personalities, but poor guy. Um, or guys. I, I, you're just going to say this now, kidder. Two things. One. <laughs> Our next new product, Where's the Murder Bird? It's a parody of Where's Waldo. You know, one of those pictures you have to try and pick them up. Uh, second thing, on that terrible bit of acting, we really now have been talking for quite a while and uh, should wrap this thing up uh, with some cheap plugs. 
probably presented by our new investigative reporting division, since, damn it, they're going to have to pay for their existence. Well, let me tell you something over here, Howard. We got the finest, finest quality products anywhere in the globe. We've searched high and low, left and right, up and down, everywhere in between. We found the highest quality products at BeerBluesBS.com. Look at that. Beer, Blues, and BS. It's got the dot .com on there because we're not an organization. We're, we're, we're a corporation here at the Beer Blues BS, the triple B, as it were. Get yourself one of these high-quality pint glasses or maybe three, maybe six for the whole family. Make sure everybody's drinking out of this quality product. Or maybe one of these here. The, the This is the kid approved old-fashioned. There's no freaking cherry in this thing. That the, the cherry ruins the whole thing, and it just it screws up the drink. It makes it a Wisconsin old-fashioned. That, that is not a traditional old-fashioned. It's absolute trash. Get the cherries. Get the hell out of here. You go to jail for that sort of thing, and I investigate and prosecute that to the extent of the earth. Uh, by the way, you can get this glass at BeerBluesBS.com as well. Click on uh, merch because it's a quality product from Triple B. Speaking of another quality product, you want a beer? How about maybe a water with some hops and grain? Yeah, that there marketer right there on the glass. You can get this design at the BeerBluesBS.com with the quality Triple B logo showing off the website so you can show your family and friends that you support investigative hard-hitting reporting here at the Triple B. It's really the thing that you need to do. Triple B online, BeerBluesBS.com. Go to the top, click on merch. If you don't want to go to the top and click on merch, you know what? We could always use another beer or two, or in Howard's case, a tall boy that's got some hard-hitting alcohol content in there. Oh, good gracious, he's got himself a tea again. This is outrageous. I'm going to have to cut this short because I can't handle when there's another iced tea on there. He has had more unalcoholic beverages. Oh, my gosh. It just makes makes the room smokier with how much my brain's lighting on fire here. This is absolutely insane. Okay. So we talked about buying a beer. We talked about the merch. We talked about contacting us. I'm talking about it now. Contact us. You could sponsor the show. Be the premier sponsor of Beer Blues BS for the low, low price of you contact us and then we figure it out. You know what I mean? That's what we do in the investigative reporting division. We get that whole thing figured out. It's going to be great. Sponsor the Triple B. You get places. We both get places together. We find out information, digging it up, making it happen at BeerBluesBS.com. You want to listen to us too? You want to watch this episode? Hey, we're all over the place. We're on the YouTube for the video version. Please hit the sub button right there. Like and subscribe for free and help us get different places in front of more people. Got to get that algorithm going. You know what I mean? Investigate that subscription right there for free at youtube.com slash beer blues BS. 
We're also on all the audio versions. If you're if you're on any of those audio podcasts, you know, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDB, Player FM. How about Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the Amazon Podcasts? We are on all of those platforms. So if you're on any of them or all of them, please search Beer Blues BS. Make sure you subscribe for free. And please click the thumbs up on that because we can we can really get in front of some more people. You know what I mean? Is, uh, share this investigative reporting for everybody. The fans of the Triple B need to know this is need to know information. It's classified documents being opened and shared to the public. BeerBluesBS.com. Other than that, hey, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're all over the place sharing the Triple B. If you'd like us, that would be fantastic. Go to the page, facebook.com slash BS. Click the thumbs up. Go to instagram.com slash BS. Or if you're using the app, you know, you, you, you get the phone. Go on there. Search on Instagram, BS. Then you could be an investigative reporter too for the Triple B. You know what I'm saying? You go on there, you click follow, you like the stuff, you share the stuff. We get the information out to the public. We're hot hitting here at the Triple B, and you can be part of it. BeerBluesBS.com for all those links and more. So I suppose that's about enough with the cheap plugs, you know, the merch, the glasses. All kinds of great stuff at BeerBluesBS.com. Go on there. I'm staring at Howard's forehead right now, so it's time to get the hell out of here before he glues himself to the damn camera. Hey, Big D over there. Thanks, man, for uh, dragging yourself out of the business center for uh, this here show tonight. Appreciate that. I can't do a sound effect of a toilet flushing. Okay, I mean, that's pretty much no comment. It is what it is. All right, well, for Howard Blues, he's over there doing his thing. We'll just let him uh, figure that out with, uh, you know, the the glue and the beer and dice tea and the, the spiders, things happening. It, it's it's one of them there, um, things that shouldn't be mentioned. <clears throat> Seeing some weird things here. Hey, I'm the man that met the legend Mark Canopy, the investigative reporter for the Triple B. Tonight, make sure that number one, you keep your glass at least half full. Number two, there's free beer tomorrow. And hey, we're going to investigate some great stuff as we continue rolling on down the Tuscan Highway. Hey, you have a good one. We'll see you on the next episode of Beer Pools and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain.
Kidder, good to see you. I'd say good to see you too, but f- you for hiding. <laughs> I'm not hiding, man. I'm <laughs> setting something up for us to talk about. Oh. I'm trying to put together content over here. So he's sleezing. Hey, look, I, as far as I uh, have seen, I had or been the only person who had added a majority to the run sheet of any content. So, oh, well, you know, you know what? Gotcha. Yeah, if you take three, I'll take four. Oh, we were thinking the same thing. So here, let me let's let's do this. And boom. Show Howard what's up. Yeah, you guys are trolly tonight. Yeah, no, you gotta gotta watch out for Kidder. He might still be feeling a little spicy after all those bull jokes last week. Eh, just like water runs right off. True, truthfully, I was waiting for Kidder that whole time to go jokes on you guys. I've saved, you know, hundreds of dollars not having to buy a haircut every, you know, hundreds. Month. It's been like 10 years. Try thousands. <laughs> uh, listen, I, you know, I know how much you yep, guys I gotta get one every... pay for haircuts. Yep, every three weeks, pretty much. <laughs>